Okay, so we're now we're finishing up the last two chapters of John, starting in four, going in to four and five, or finishing in five. Yeah, so today should actually be actually kind of a short one. Mm-hmm. You want me to read? Sure. Okay. Um, so First John 4, discerning false prophets. Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God, for there are many false prophets in the world. This is how we know if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the Spirit of God. But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming into the world and indeed is already here. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people, because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Those people belong to this world, so they speak from the world's viewpoint, and the world listens to them. But we belong to God, and those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. We, uh, um, it's funny because so often any time that you would do what I feel like biblically is described as discern stuff mm -hmm. in people, we get this, you can't judge me, you can't, you know, we get so, um, what's the word, you know, just so up in arms against any form of judgment like that that you have, you know, that you're mm -hmm. coming up from someone and it's like, no, we must discern these things. Sure, yeah, this is what we, we have to. We must look at this and decide if it's good, if it's not, you know, these things are important. And obviously not every spirit somebody's talking with is one that comes from God. Yeah, no, it's definitely important to discern those. You can, you can tell, it is. It's very hard sometimes, and it can be confusing to people. But it's just those they're they're just off on little things, their teachings. You know, they're they're off on there. <clears throat> well, not that anyone is perfect, or you can't quite possibly make a mistake, or not understand something yourself, or misspeak in something that you are talking about. Of course. But if anybody is, that's why it's so important. Again, everything comes back to you as an individual being in the word, reading your Bible every single day. You have to, because when things come up, if somebody is out there teaching about something, but it contradicts. Correct. That'll stick out like a sore thumb to you. That's You'll you go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You have to be aware and yeah. discern those things accordingly. Yeah, and that's where you see a lot of these um, you know you see like a lot of it man I even see kind of Francis I don't want to turn this Bible study into that but now I'm even kind of seeing Francis Chan fall to it because mm. I saw him, something with him the other day with Todd White and I'm like dude what are you doing man I mean this really? is clear this is clear heresy that that you know this faith healing and all this mm -hmm. stuff is that's is like I said it's a heresy it's not it's there's no truth to it whatsoever and even to associate yourself with that is crazy and you should see that by being in the word and and not by twisting 
different things that Paul said, which Peter told us that people would do. Yeah. All right, verse 7. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent us his Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. (laughs) Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, then that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we can't see? And he has given us this command, those who love God must allow, must also love their fellow believers. Yeah, that was another one of John's bold statements that's not exclusive to John, but if you don't love a fellow believer, then you're a liar. Like that—that's crazy. It's pretty bold. But it's—it's—it's it's, it's true, and it's very straightforward, and it should be taken as such, and not, you know, change to be something it's not. Mm-hmm. So, um, calling fellow believers spineless morons because they don't agree with you on things mm-hmm. would definitely—I wouldn't categorize that as love. I wouldn't I wouldn't think that I would either. Well, and it's just so crazy to see how we treat people because of their citizenship status, their um, political beliefs, their even just social beliefs, their way of life, um, their income bracket, you know, all of these different things, the way that we treat people according to those factors. Um, and yet, we still want to claim Christ at the same time? What is love? So if you truly love someone, and you, well, we have the example of Christ, right? He says, Christ loved us so much that he laid down his life for us. So look at the way that Christ treated people. And you see that over and over again, where he was trying to, you know, get away and have some downtime or do this and do that. And people were constantly coming to him and he would have pity on them and say, okay, come here, come here, come here. He was constantly giving, constantly loving, constantly serving, constantly doing all of these things. He he had legitimate excuses <laughs> to not, you know, to say, hey, guys, come back later. I'm doing this right now. But he never did. We don't have any accounts of that. He's constantly doing these things. So what is our excuse? then 
Yeah, that's the yeah, that's a perfect example, and it's hard to kind of think like that all the time for believers. But you need to condition sure, yourself perfect, to be able to to try. Yeah, because you always think that you're like, man, I don't, I don't ever deserve grace, but I'm given grace all the time, so mm-hmm. I need to be able to show true love and give that grace to others even when I don't want to and when it's really hard and I just want to kick and scream and throw in my opinion Mm -hmm. Um, you know take the form of a servant and serve that's always the best route to go alright 1 John chapter 5 verse 1 everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve the victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about his Son. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that the testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have God's son does not have life. I think it was funny because today was one of the very few days that the kids don't have any questions. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because the again the this is I said at the very first one that it was one of the most hard hitting under, I guess you would call it underrated books, in there in and the it's Bible. It's just so clear. Yeah, and because there's so much in there that it's just so in your face mm-hmm. um, that we all need to, hopefully, you're able to. Everybody was able to apply what we went through and, and what we studied because that was the end of that chapter. I just have the last of uh, you just have the, the last conclusion. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. My computer's frozen again. Your computer's always frozen. <laughs> I'm get see my NLT paper Bible is upstairs. Yeah. So. Verse 13. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know you have eternal life and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. If you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead to death, you should pray, and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death, and I am not saying you should pray for those who commit it. All wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ. 
He is the only true God, and he is eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. I think that's a pretty... Mm-hmm. So to keep away from anything that might take God's place in your heart. I mean, again, we're just echoing, stop loving the world. Just mm-hmm. stay away from all of this. Anything that is going to get you so wrapped up and invested that... God could take a back seat to that activity. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing it? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like we just we have to. We were kind of talking about in the live last week about <clears throat> um, sports and stuff for the family, extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. It's not that extracurricular activities are bad by any means, but mm-hmm. once that takes over and that takes the front seat, and God has to move to the back. That's when you run into all kinds of problems. That's where everything falls. But we that stuff is serious, and it has to be something that we quite literally are paying yeah attention to I the utmost importance. This this is this book is about you. You take your faith seriously, and there's a certain way that you act, and you can tell a person by their fruits. You can definitely tell. False teachers, false, you know, John's straight out calling it, you're a liar. Mm -hmm. You're not a believer, you're a liar. You don't know him. You think you know him, you talk like him, but you don't know him. Yeah. Those are some pretty (coughs) serious charges. Yeah, but, and that's where I go, where is that in our world today? Where is that? Where, Where we allow... Jesus to be used in the easiest ways you know I mean he's obviously you watch any kind of TV show or anything you hear his name at least a hundred times but it's never in a praise mm-hmm. um, you know but we don't we just kind of uh, you know we, we let these things pass they don't bother us but we continue about you know whatever we'll we'll just give excuse to that and just yeah. act like we don't hear it Mm-hmm. No, it's just how it is. But if you let keep letting these things go, and you just have that lukewarm type faith, and in, in this type of, you're a liar. You don't want it. So before this turns into the once saved, I guess <laughs> podcast. No, but I think I mean, there's really not much else to look at today. We're like super short. We're like half the time. Yeah, I knew this one was going to be super short. It was only two chapters. Yeah, but it was good. So thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, another one. Um, We also have the live on our YouTube channel, just kind of chatting and hanging out with everybody. And then Sunday, our longer Sunday study, and then our fellowship live on the Home Church YouTube channel. So all the links are down in the description, and we'll see you guys all over there.